0: Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Today's scripture is Acts 5, verses 27 through 32. You may be seated. When they had brought him they had them stand before the council the high priest questioned them saying we gave you strict orders not to teach in this name yet here you have filled jerusalem with your teaching and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us but peter and the apostles answered we must obey god rather than any human authority the god of our ancestors raised up jesus whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior, that he might give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Christ is risen! He is risen indeed! Welcome to the second Sunday of Easter, also known as Associate Pastor Awareness Sunday. (laughs) Did you know that Easter is not just one day, but an entire season focused on the resurrection of Jesus? And perhaps especially about the new life that he opens up to the entire world, and the unstoppable mission of which he sends his disciples out. A mission that wasn't just for those people back then, but is for all of us here and now. Biblical scholars believe that the same author wrote both the Gospel of Luke and Acts of the Apostles. And then the Gospel of Luke's story of Jesus moves toward Jerusalem. And in Acts is structured according to the command that Jesus gives in Acts 1.8 starting in Jerusalem and then moving out to the wider world. Jesus says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Today's reading is part of the larger story of the apostles preaching in Jerusalem. But in order to fully understand the context of this passage, we have to look back over the last couple of chapters of Acts. A lot has happened since these early believers experienced Pentecost just a few weeks prior. Peter and John were arrested for healing a crippled man and preaching in the temple. And after a harsh warning from the elders and rulers of Jewish religious law, they were released with the instruction to never again preach in the name of Jesus. But being filled with courage and boldness that came with the Holy Spirit, the apostles continued to heal many and to preach publicly. They were arrested again and thrown back into prison, but God miraculously arranged for their release and sent them back into the temple to preach in the name of Jesus. And now in this week's passage, the apostles find themselves in front of the high priest and other Jewish religious officials For a third time, when asked by the Jewish ruling council, did we not give you strict orders to not teach in this name? Their response is fierce and bold. We must obey God rather than any human authority. What Peter and the other apostles were doing was not a harmless or innocent run at sarcasm with the Jewish ruling council. The apostles were literally risking their lives by refusing to remain silent about Jesus. The persecution they were facing was real, as seen in the very next verse following the passage read for today, Acts chapter 5, verse 33. The high council was furious and decided to kill them. The apostles understood the risks, and they counted the cost. But the fears and consequences they could face in this world diminished in comparison to the power and might that the Holy Spirit gave them. They knew that death was not the end since Christ had already overcame it, and that provided a way for salvation and for resurrection. This was the moment they had prayed for just one chapter earlier in Acts chapter 4. And now, Lord, look at their threats and grant your servants to speak your word with all boldness. So they loudly proclaimed in the face of persecution, we cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. There is such a boldness, an unapologetic courage in their faith. They have a real conviction about the Easter message. They have been filled with the Holy Spirit, and it says they cannot help but share about their friend Jesus and the sacrifice that he made for the entire world. Even when faced with death, they continued to proclaim the message of Christ. What does it look like to have a faith that bold, that genuine, that it just pours out of you word and deed? I know that sometimes it's easy to get in our own little bubble, and it's hard to imagine a life where we might be seriously persecuted or injured or put to death for our faith. But when this time last week there were bombings targeting Christians in Sri Lanka that have left over 250 people dead, we can't say it never happens. I was 17 when I first learned about the persecuted church. When I first started to develop a worldview and realized that not everyone sees and experiences the world as I do. I was spending the summer serving as support staff for one-week mission teams in Maricabo, Venezuela. And I was given a devotional by a team member called Extreme Devotion. It was written by an organization called Voice Of the martyrs. And the book is a little older now, as am I, but the stories are just as powerful. In this book there are 365 stories of ancient to modern-day believers who sacrificed everything for Christ. I scanned the pages and I'm mesmerized by their strength and courage. So I want to share just a couple of those stories this morning maybe to open your eyes for the first time about the persecuted church around the world, or at least remind you again of the reality of our brothers and sisters in Christ. In Romania, a communist colonel asked, Are you afraid of what we will do to you? The young pastor, who had only been able to preach one sermon in his career, stood before him knowing that this Man held the power of life or death over him. He answered him respectfully, yet passionate. Sir, trust is never afraid. Suppose your government would decide to kill all mathematicians. How would two plus two be then? Two plus two would still be four. We have truth, he continues. As true as a mathematical equation, we have the truth that there is a God and that God is loving. We have the truth that Jesus is the Savior of the world and wishes to save everyone, even you. We have truth that there is a Holy Spirit who empowers men and women and gives them light. And we have the truth that there exists a beautiful place called paradise. The Romanian soldier then seized the man. He was beaten beyond recognition and then never seen again. This young Romanian pastor was willing to lose his life to proclaim truth. Just as Pastor Lee began his sermon, the doors of the house church burst open. Armed officers of the Chinese Public Security Bureau poured into the room, threatening everyone present and grabbing Lee to arrest him. Wait, please allow me to grab my bag. As always, the pastor's tone with the officers was polite yet firm. The officers were surprised at the request. What's in there, they demanded, grabbing the black zippered bag Lee held, ripping it open. The bag contained a blanket and a spare change of clothes, Lee told them. He had been expecting to be arrested that day. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times, and he was warned that the police were watching the village where he held his Tuesday meeting. He knew that if he showed up to preach that day, he would be imprisoned. The risks were great, but Lee's bags were packed. These are stories of people's lives. The apostles were preaching a message that was countercultural. They were risking everything because they were going against the culture and political expectations of their time. And I think that that is a similar story for our brothers and sisters across the globe. But again, what does that mean for us in 2019, the United States, Sandy Springs, Georgia, where our risk of life threatening persecution? for being a Christian is honestly pretty low. What does it mean for us to have a bold, unapologetic, countercultural faith? Not only are we fighting against a secular culture, but we are also fighting against the distorted witness of other people who call themselves Christians. So what does it mean for us here in this place to boldly proclaim the Easter message? What do we risk? Well, it means that we speak truth in a world of lies. It means that we preach a message of love in the midst of hate. It means that we insist on being the light in the world of darkness. It's being the presence of peace in the midst of chaos. The Easter message is not exclusive, but is offered to all people who find themselves in all circumstances. It's, just, it's not just proclaiming an open table, but living with a radical hospitality where people actually feel welcome. It is proclaiming a gospel that might push against some of our capitalist ideas, where we might risk some social capital or perceived status. It's not life or death but it's just as important because we get comfortable and we make excuses we lack a sense of urgency and it becomes easy for us to forget how life transformational this message really is we live in a world where people need to know that somebody loves them that they're not alone that there is hope, and there is grace, and there is peace, even when we cannot see it. That they are worthy, and that their lives have purpose. These, two are counter-cultural messages. So, on this first Sunday after Easter, may we be filled with the same courage and boldness that the Holy Spirit gave the Apostles may we not remain silent but loudly proclaim not only the victory of Christ over death, but also what it means for our lives today. May our joy be so great and our hearts be so full that they cannot be contained as we declare all that the Lord has done for us in the entire world. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. Let us go from here today with courage, a bold, unapologetic, proclaiming the Easter message, a message for all, the love of God and the grace of Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.